Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I wanted to pop on and just, I suppose, connect with my audience, <laughs> the, my listeners, who delightfully partake in sometimes the nonsense that I put out. <laughs> Um, so I'm sitting here in my new place and it's coming along. I'm, I'm adding to, and things are going well. I had my first week at work and I'm pretty happy so far. I know that we have this inclination to ask ourselves when the other shoe is going to drop, when am I going to know the truth that this is just like all other situations. And, uh, and I think that it actually might be a good place for me. My supervisor on Friday went out of her way to talk to me about something. They are a group of incredibly perceptive people. And I had shared something with a coworker and she had told the supervisor and the supervisor came in to let me know something. And it, it meant a lot to me that she took the extra steps to talk to me about that and let me know that it wasn't gonna be like past situations in my life, past ways of being with us, in particular, a supervisor. And so I just felt it meant a lot to me that she took the time to talk to me. And so, and I, and I also got to meet some of my clients. I'm working at a, at a, stepped down from a mental hospital and it's not quite a mental hospital but it sort of is where people are involuntarily held for certain amounts of time and by the time that they get to me they are in at least a hundred um a 90 day hold and required to stay there until the situation changes until they're able to get like a stable situation to go to. We're trying to stabilize people and get them off the street, basically. These are people, not all of them have done anything actually criminal. They just, what they call gravely, cannot take care of themselves. They, for one reason or another, they are not able to carry on in normal life. And so I got to meet them and and at first I was pretty scared uh basically of getting hurt. I mean that was my biggest fear was that somebody might actually hurt me. Uh one of my patients. <clears throat> and and it, it was super interesting. <laughs> I was uh I had been sitting I sat in on a on a group therapy with the other therapist uh early in the week last week and 
and I I had like feelings about everybody there, but there was this one person that I thought to myself, I don't think I can turn my back on that person. There was something about her that I just had this initial feeling, I cannot turn my back on this person. And what ended up happening was I ended up having somebody come and talk to me about all of the clients because she's leaving and let me know that that person is somebody that I actually should not turn my back on, that she really has very few options because she has burned so many bridges in the community. <clears throat> but I'm just going to do my best and I'm never left alone. There's always people around uh, to assist if anything goes wrong. But I'm, I'm feeling more confident and excited about my position and the possibility of people's lives being better for their time with me basically. <clears throat> and so I've been doing that along with trying to get my place in order. I've, I've had a couple of things happen that I'm worried about my personal safety with the buses. I've been taking the bus, which is free in the community that I'm living in and which is really cool, you know, and but there's been a couple of situations like the other morning I was I went out to catch the bus and there was this person walking down the street just hollering and kind of going toward people in a really aggressive way and I ended up having the wherewithal because I was first there I was okay I was troubleshooting the problem I'm like okay what do I do and then the next thing I knew, it was like, okay, go to this other bus stop. And so I did, because there's actually three bus stops, like in the actual neighborhood that I live in. <laughs> there's three. <laughs> so there's plenty of places for me to, um, to go to for my, you know, if that bus stop doesn't work out. And so, and so I, I have been really focused on, the possibility of getting a car. And then what came to me over the last 24 hours is perhaps I could just go get my car and drive it here. <laughs> I mean, I have a car that is paid off and I pay insurance on it and and register it, you know. I mean, it's, um, you know, so maybe I will bring my car here. I was just thinking about it. I'd initially not done that because I was, it's a long drive. <clears throat> I, I had Googled it or I mapped it this morning and it's 19 hours. So I would definitely have to break it up <laughs> into two days. And so I'm thinking about flying and bringing my car. I think that it will open me up to all kinds of things that will be really good for me personally, as in me being able to explore the area because I haven't been able to really explore very much. I've been, I've been 
I don't have a car to like, so I haven't really been to a beach. Um, and I really wanted to check that out. And, and I'm living in Washington state. And so I've been really wanting to see and go to trails and everything. And I, I'm, I'm feeling really trapped by my, the situation of not having a car. So, uh, and also getting to and from the airport has been an issue. (laughs) Um, I thought it would be this easy thing, but like these trams only go, the, the cheap tram that costs like $13 only goes certain times and it's not aligning with my flights. And then like a Uber is like $130 or even getting this one, um, van service is like $120 one way. And so I'm I'm not excited about that. And so I'm just trying to figure it all out. And I think a car would be a really good solution. But so I've been I've been continuing on my practices, on my meditations, on my and my creation of my reality. I noticed that the first week I was here, I've been here for two weeks. Uh, it's only been two weeks since I've been here, which is just crazy. It does kind of feel like, my friend was saying, it feels like you've been there for months and it's true. I've packed a whole lot in two weeks because I really wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to like feel comfortable here. I didn't want to be in my place and have it be this really uncomfortable place. So I so I'm I'm pretty happy here is what I'm trying to say. Um so but as far as my practices go, like the first week I was just completely astonished that I actually did this. It was something that I wanted to do for many years and I, for one reason or another, I was not able to achieve it, whether it be because I, I didn't have, like stuff just had not aligned for me to actually make the move. And this has to do with the, the, the generality of change, uh, of a massive change in my, in my life. And, and so, so the first week I was just on a bit of a cloud nine. I was just really excited that I had, had done this thing and I had pulled it off and, and I'm here. I've started my position. Life just seems to be really good. And then, and then the second week, what appears to be happening for me is, and it seems quickly that it would have come to this, but I do have these feelings that it's either this or that, that the sense of what people are always telling me, you know, why you shouldn't move is because wherever you are, you were there, you know, but 
I was stating that my move from Phoenix to the place that I had been living for 20 years was one of the best moves I'd ever made in my life. I was really much happier in the new situation, but I also had my people with me. I had my children and and then I grew to have friends. And I think I will grow to have friends here too, or not. Uh, either way is actually totally fine with me because I'm in touch with my friends like every day. Uh, one of my friends calls to check on me. My children want to do well checks twice a day. I mean, my people are still very involved in my life. And so that has not changed at all. But I do miss them. I miss, I guess, the familiar, the, the knowing where things are, um, being familiar with a place. And this had the, the most different energy than I was expecting. I don't think I could have known what to expect but the feeling that I get here is just very different than what I thought it would be not not necessarily in a bad way it's just different and when I noticed like when I got here and like it's there was a certain smell that I couldn't uh it must be emitting from a tree a certain type of tree that I don't think I have ever been familiar with I'd never smelled this this certain aroma before and and I, I I'm just the type of person that I I really am kind of routined and I try to do things differently because I know it's good for me I try to change things up and not be so rigid in in what I do but this was a really huge change for me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's pretty amazing what I did. Um, but I do miss, I miss my people. And I miss my places and I miss my condo and my bedroom and having all of my stuff. Like my stuff is all like half here and less than half here. I didn't bring very much. Like I didn't bring hardly anything. I didn't have a, di I didn't even have a cup to drink in. And so, I mean, it could be argued that I didn't plan the trip well enough. Like maybe one of the boxes should have been just houseware. Um, then this is another thing that I, that I think would, would benefit if I were to bring my car, I could pack it up with more of my stuff. Because uh, there's some things that I just miss, like my nightstand. I have this really cool nightstand. <laughs> um, and so, and so I'm, I'm, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about my broader goals in my life, that my, my ultimate broader goal has to do with humanity but I have to live every day I just I have to live my life and so and so it's kind of this this 
weird combination of not looking outside of myself for joy. Not looking outside of myself for joy, but also that life and and some of the joy of life itself is is the desire is the things that come into our physicality like i'm looking at these flowers that i bought at the farmer's market yesterday or the plants that i have or the pillows sitting on the sofa or you know um these things that come into our physicality that bring us joy which is many and so <laughs> and so i i've talked for years about this this balance between between finding the joy and the connection with god and and desire because i have to say that i don't think that there is anyone even if they try to deny it suddenly our belly starts to hurt from hunger i mean there are certain things that are needed that are required for sustenance for nutrients to for us to be able to continue to live on this planet and to deny that to act as though we are an island unto ourselves i i just think that that's unrealistic <laughs> i just happened to listen to this blurb these blurbs these reels on on youtube have been coming about tiknot han tay this buddhist monk that is very significant to me. He was talking about how the Buddha needs a sangha. That the Bu- even the Buddha needs a sangha. It's like what is a sangha? A sangha is a community. And so, you know, when the Buddha says, you know, the end of suffering is the way to end suffering is to and desire but even the buddha needs a saga sangha <laughs> so you know and i know this is a little bit of a side but you all know me i'm always throwing those in um you know just listening to all of the ideas outside of ourselves just listening to people it could be incredibly confusing listening to you know okay so the buddha says you know do this so that you will end desi- in desire and then and then um the buddha needs a song sangha <laughs> like like these things outside of ourselves that put this idea in our head, like 
giving you an example, like David Hawkins, another person that I followed very carefully, he, he talked as enlightenment was really for the few. Enlightenment was for the spiritual of the spiritual, for the zero 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 point zero 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 one percent. And this this had it in my mind that I would never have enlightenment, that I would never experience enlightenment in this lifetime because of his words. And so our words can really impact people, you know, like silly little things like being told that coffee stunts your growth. <laughs> so your whole life you, you grow up thinking that coffee stunts your growth. I mean, these silly little things we tell. I remember my grandmother telling me this crazy thing that in mass, if you, if you look backwards in mass, the people's sins won't be forgiven. Like it was like crazy. It was not true. And it is an effort to control people. And also an effort to feel like the person who is espousing this is in the know. This idea that in order to be relevant, we have to espouse some kind of expertise, some kind of thing that people are going to learn from us, <laughs> from that person, you know what I mean? That they would never learn from anyone else. And I mean, the truth is that we just resonate to certain people and certain ideas. And, and that's it. So I, for years, I have had this, this desire to experience something specific in my life. And I set it up, I really did. I set it up and I, I talked about it like the Olympics, like this was the World Cup and I was training, I was becoming the person that I desired to experience. I became the person that I desired to experience. I am the person that I desire to experience. I am that at this point. <clears throat> and that thing still has not come into my physicality. And, and I think that it's interesting, you know, the whole idea of, you know, well, don't be looking for it when you least expect it. You know, all of this, um, you know, just live your life and don't look for it. You know, and so I'm, I do that. I do that. And I, and I am just, I'm just absolutely tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the carrot. I mean, I can only come up with certain amount of, of, of reasons for why this person has not contacted me. Like, maybe they have, have no idea who I am. Maybe they're involved with someone. Maybe they're not interested. 
I mean, I don't know what all the reasons are, but I'm I'm just tired and 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 actually losing my luster. I'm losing my enthusiasm for that. <clears throat> And so, and so I say this other concept that I've talked about over and over again are, are two birds in a bush, is a bird in hand worth two, bu- two birds in a bush? And somebody has come back into my physicality that I, I've known for a while. I'm, I'm not one who tends to like want to ever go backwards, but I kind of feel like this has not been finished, whatever this is. And I sit here and I, I play with all these ideas. And it's like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, does that mean that I don't really, like, believe in this future with this other person? That I'm willing to entertain that which is actually in my physicality? Like, I have all of these thoughts going on about it. Like, that am I am I settling? But I can't say that because I don't believe that I am settling with this person. I, I don't believe that. Uh, but this person is not the person that I had set out to experience. <clears throat> and so, and so it gets me confused. <laughs> But I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere. I'm, I'm giving this a year where I'm at. May, I mean, I may, after a year, I will reevaluate. But I am absolutely going to be here for a year and minus two weeks. <laughs> and I'm going to check this new life out. I'm going to see how it goes. And... And I think that I might explore this with this person who is actually not in my physicality. And I've had to look at that. I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? What the hell is this that I would, I would start talking to this person? And the reason why I'm talking to this person is that I had... He's contacted me a couple times in the last few years and... and and I've been very resistant to seeing him for various reasons. <clears throat> Partly in my dedication and devotion to Guy, <laughs> I I just said I'm not I'm not I. But then secondly, I didn't really want more of the same. I didn't want more of the same experience that I had had with him. And, but anyway, so I was packing and I came across this letter. 
he had sent me this this letter. He had IM'd me. I think it was on Facebook. Um, he IM'd me this this letter, and it. And I, at the time that he sent it to me, I couldn't really process it. I, when I read the letter, it didn't have the impact on me that it had when I read it two weeks ago. So I, so I read this letter and I'm like, I'm like, whoa. This is a person who really cares about me. <clears throat> and not really like having any intention of anything happening with it. I, I just simply sent him a, um, an email. I, had, I still had his email address and I sent him this email and he emailed me back and we've been talking and it's been nice and he's funny and smart and <laughs> and appears to be really into me which is kind of nice i'll take it and uh he he's incredibly wit witty which you know it's i don't know kind of matches like some of the funny banter that goes on between the two of us and has always gone on. I had, um, when I was involved with him in the past and we actually spent time, we have spent very little time together, this person and I. I mean, like, I don't even know if it's been maybe 48, 48 hours total um, that we've actually spend together but the time that we did spend together it was it was a recognition I don't know there's a a friendship there that is a really strong friendship and and also an ability to talk to each other in a way like he he understands me he gets me and um And I like the other thing I like about him is that he's also like, he's not really hugely political. Like he's not like huge on either side. He's like, he, I wouldn't say that he would ever vote for Trump. Like, I don't think he likes Trump per se, but he, he's not, you know, our conversations are not filled with politics, <laughs> which is nice. But anyway, and then I'm sitting here going, you know, and I've asked myself and actually I've had communication with him about the fact, like, why did I do this? Why did I set this up, you know, with somebody who's 1,300 miles away from me? And did I do that emotionally on, on, on purpose? I mean, I, I have to, I have to actually think about these things or consider these things that I'm that I'm actually in some ways possibly really afraid of relationship but I don't think that's the truth but I mean maybe it is partly by the way that I behave <laughs> um putting myself in situations that are you know having a thing for a guy that 
I don't even know if he knows I exist. Um, it seems like a futile, futile thing for me to be doing <laughs> as well. It's like, what the hell am I doing? Um, but, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not in any hurry to go anywhere to do anything today. I may not even leave the house. Uh, I, I've been... I've been doing something that I don't normally do. I mean, I, I shop a bit, but like I have been like online shopping a lot, but there's a lot that I need, but I'm still like, what am I doing? Uh, and I get these, these like advertisements in my emails and I've got to quit opening them. I ha- as soon as it comes on my screen, I got to turn it off because, um, but I actually don't regret any of my purchases. <laughs> I don't regret any of them. I'm I'm pretty happy with everything that I've that I've done. But anyway, so that's what's up. That's what's up in blonde haired girl land. <laughs> anyway, I'll be back. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap. <laughs>